always make a goal in the summer. I think, okay, what's one little thing we could do today that's fun? You know, the rest of the day, y'all can y'all are on your own. You know, right? Entertain yourselves, but I will take you today to get a snow cone, or I will take you today on a bike ride, or you know, yeah. one little thing. Hi, I'm Carrie Korn, a brand new therapist, and I'm Susan Goss, a seasoned therapist. Susan has been my mentor for years, and we love talking about therapy, faith, and relationships. So join us as we share some tangible truths with you. Welcome back to this week's episode of Tangible Truth Podcast. Susan and I are super excited. So Susan, we have been talking about this because it's summer right now yes. when we're recording this. And we know that means like a shift in things for families. Yes. A lot of families have their kids home this summer and are trying to find ways to like not lose their minds completely. Completely. <laughs> And so you had a great idea to invite one of our friends to join us on the podcast. So can you introduce our guest today? Yes, I can. I'm so excited to introduce Kelly Stamps. Kelly, we're so excited to have you. (laughs) Thank you. I love Kelly. Kelly's a lot of different things in my life. I mentor Kelly. Kelly is also my assistant in Tangible Truth. Kelly's a dear friend. Uh, Kelly's a lot of things. And she's also a huge blogger. She is. She has quite the blog, which started as a mommy blog, yeah, which I think like even just the phrase of that kind of ages us. Yes. Of, like we're old yes. enough to I'm be with, like mommy bloggers. I'm always a little embarrassed when I have to say that. <laughs> but, but a lot of people know you through your blog. Yes. And the reason is because you share what it's like to be a wife and a mom mm-hmm. and among other things. But your family really is kind of central to your life, which is why we wanted you to join us this week because you have young kids at home and I just watch you with your kids. And I think you do such an incredible job of making memories with them and just making time for them. And so that's kind of what we wanted to talk about today is that idea of what does it look like to make memories with our kids? And so I just want to ask, is this something that like came naturally to you? Is this just kind of, or is this something that you have to put some effort into? I think I think it's a two-part thing. I think, yes, I I love making memories with my kids. I love just doing things with them. I want to have fun with them. I want to give them a fun, happy childhood. But at the same time, I know know my limitations. Like, I'm not a crafty mom. Mm. I'm not a creative mom. Like, we don't sit down and do crafts. I hate games. So we don't sit down and play. There's a lot of things that I think I do well. And then there's a lot of things I think, well, I don't do those. You know, and I think as moms, we put so much pressure on ourselves to be that perfect Instagram mom. Um, which I love Instagram, don't get me wrong. But I think everybody, you know, everything is this huge production. And if you don't, if you don't give them this enormous $700 birthday party, Mm -hmm. or if you don't, you know, do the balloon arch, and you know, if you're not doing all the crafts and all the things, then you're ruining their childhood. And I think it's not about that. And like, I don't enjoy dying Easter eggs. My girls go to my friend's house and die Easter eggs. And I think, well, I'm so sorry. Uh, That is not who I am. That's one. But I do a lot of things that my other friends don't do with their kids. And, and, you know, my kids love to just go play in a Creek or, um, go for walks or go downtown. I try to find the small moments. And I think that I've found that that's what they enjoy the most. It doesn't have to be where you spend a ton of money. I mean, I think we can spend money and go to Disney world and my kids are just as happy. I mean, they love Disney world. Don't get me wrong, but I think when we're at home and going for a snow cone and, mm. you know, and, or playing outside, my kids like to turn on the sprinklers at home. I mean, just things like that, that is just as fun to them as a trip to the beach. And so yeah. I think we, as moms, 
you know, we want to make their childhood so happy that I think we've built up this huge pressure of you've got to do everything perfect. You have to do all these things. That's not what your kids are going to remember. And I think, Susan, you were talking about that, like your boys, now that they're grown, what they remember. And even what I remember from my childhood is not my my parents. My dad was a small town pastor. We didn't have a lot of money. We never went on a vacation. Our vacations were to go to my grandparents' house, Mm -hmm. but I have the best memories Mm -hmm. of being at my grandparents' house. My papa giving me popsicles and us, you know, helping him mow his yard. And that was like, those are the wonderful childhood memories I have. It's not that my parents did these amazing, you know, I grew up in the seventies and the eighties where they said, go outside and play. And that was, (laughs) that was what we did. (laughs) And my mom was home with us, but she was watching days of our lives and we were outside playing, (laughs) playing in the yard. And I, and I knew my parents loved us and that's what I I felt very secure in that. And I think that's the thing is making your kids, you know, know that you love them and feel secure and then just find little tiny things. It doesn't have to be money. It's, it can be the smallest things. And I try to, I always make a goal in the summer. I think, Okay, what's one little thing we could do today that's fun? You know, the rest of the day, y'all can y'all are on your own, you know, right. what, entertain yourselves. But I will take you today to get a snow cone, or I will take you today on a bike ride, or, you know, yeah. one little thing every day just to find. I try, we usually make a list of what, you know, a bucket list of mm-hmm. what are all, and it's not big things. It's catch fireflies or, you know, playing the sprinklers or Today we're going to, I don't know, walk a trail or something. You yeah. know, we just try to make a list of things we can do. And I think that that's easy mm-hmm. as a mom. That's mm-hmm. not a big commitment. It's not a, you know, pressure. And if you work full time, sometimes that, I think working moms yes. um, have a lot of pressure of, well, I'm not home with my kids all day. Yeah. and uh, But that, I don't think that matters. I don't think the kids matter if you give them what they want is your time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think even when you were saying that, like, that's what I was thinking, because I was always a working mom and I used to hate summers. Like, I'm just going to be mm-hmm. completely honest because mm-hmm. my kids were off in the summer, but I still had to go to work. And I felt one resentful Mm -hmm. that I had to go to work when everybody else got to sleep in and Mm -hmm. stay at home all day. But then I felt so guilty Mm -hmm. that by the time I got home from work, I was too tired Mm -hmm. to do anything with my kids, you know? And I just felt like I'm just such a terrible mom here Mm -hmm. that at the end of the day, I don't have the energy to do things. But we started, you know, a weekly family movie night Mm -hmm. and I would order pizza because I was literally too tired to cook. And it was the cheapest pizza I could find (laughs) with the coupon. It was terrible pizza, but it was large pizza. Yeah, I know. And it was like, okay, at 515, when mom walks in the door, everybody has to have their pajamas on and have all the pillows and blankets in the living room and I'm bringing home pizza and we're going to watch a movie. And honestly, guys, it was just a chance for me to like lay on the couch and be lazy and not cook dinner. Mm -hmm. But my kids loved that, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I think there's like you were saying of go out in the backyard and play in the sprinkler. Mm -hmm. Like we can do that when we get Mm -hmm. off of work. Mm -hmm. And there's no guilt in that. (laughs) Right. And so I think Susan, that's a lot of the problem. And so, you know, Kelly and I are both your mentees. And so as a mentor, can you kind of talk to the moms out there who may be really wrestling with that mom guilt? Well, uh, mom guilt is prevalent everywhere. Yeah. I mean, 
you hear it as a therapist in training, and I know you hear it among friends, Kelly, mm-hmm. and, and I hear it all the time. And, you know, it's it's just going to always be because everyone feels like they have to be a super mom. I'm going to use that phrase, that it always has to be one-upping maybe in, in that comparison world. You feel like you have to one-up somebody. Mm-hmm. Some feel that way. Some don't, but some do. And it's just not true. What, Kelly, you mentioned is the most important thing, that kids really do just want your time, whatever that looks like. I remember, you know, you mentioned earlier on, Carrie, you know, my kids are grown. Mm -hmm. And I heard, you know, Jake, our youngest, just had his first baby. And I know that Jake asked Chad, Chad, you know, what's it like being a dad? I mean, give me some advice. And Chad was like, you know, do you remember, Jake, you know, a whole lot that mom and dad said? And Jake was like, no, not really. (laughs) And Chad was like, exactly. Mm -hmm. It's that we were raised in a loving home. Right. Just be yourself, Jake. That's Mm -hmm. what mom and dad were. I mean, it wasn't a perfect home, but it was a loving home. Yeah. And be yourself. And, you know, for Chad, his favorite moments are making chocolate chip cookies with mm. me in the kitchen. Yeah. And for Jake and Chad, just like you said about the movie, yeah. they loved watching movies together mm-hmm. with us. And we would have family movie night. Then what I was going to bring up, it was an open home for friends. Mm. I made an intentional effort mm-hmm. because in my home growing up, it wasn't so much yeah. that way. And so I wanted it to be completely open to friends. Mm. And so it was. And so our home was always open for sleepovers. And so Chad and his friends, Jake and his friends were so welcome over here. And so having parties over here, having the youth group over here, having friends over for for sleepovers, that was always mm-hmm. happening over here yeah. with them growing up. And they felt so comfortable inviting their friends over yeah. here. And so keeping those relationships mm-hmm. open and feeling safe over here, you know, you don't want your children like, you don't want to come to my house, you know, right? because it's tense. Yes. Or you don't want over at my house because the rules are so stiff. Yeah. Or you don't want to come over, you know, you don't, you wouldn't want that. But to have that memory of, you know, it was always open mm-hmm. to, to friendships. Yeah, you know? I love that. And so that's another good point. So to y'all's point, you know, it doesn't need to be a dog and pony show. You know, Steve had a, a really big load working and when we first moved here, especially in the hospital. And so we didn't do a lot of vacations, but we did a lot of spending time with, as you said, grandparents, especially in Pine Bluff, because they had land, they had horses. So we, we did a lot of that and we did go on vacation, but they weren't, you know, they weren't a lot of, you know, glitz and glamour. Uh-huh. They were, they were just, where do you want to go? We, we just did fun, you know, vacations that were, a lot of them were low key. Now, as the boys got older and could appreciate, then we did some bigger yeah. vacations, yeah. you know, and, and what we did, the best 
trip we ever made, and the boys still talk about it, were mission trips together. Mm -hmm. And so we went to the Philippines Uh together, and they still talk about that. And it was magnificent to do mission work together. And they're both still very mission-minded and take mission trips together. But the thing that that trip did more than anything for the boys was they realized, oh, whoa. Yeah. Uh, whoa. How much we have. Right. And And how different people in different places. Yes. And some thought they were a little young to go. Yeah. And they weren't. Yeah. They were... They were not. And that was the furthest that we ever took mm-hmm. in, but the best, yeah. I think. But I'm even thinking with that is, you know, that sounds fantastic. And maybe a lot of families can do that. And I know a lot of churches will organize trips like that to make it affordable, but maybe you can't take the time off work or you don't have the resources to be able to go on that trip. Mm-hmm. But there's things that we can do in mm-hmm. our own community with yes. our mm-hmm. kids yes. to expose them to those type of things. And I think that's a really good way to make memories as mm-hmm. well. It is. You know, I think back on the times when my kids and I volunteered together mm-hmm. to do something, you know, mm-hmm. and, and Kelly, I know there's a lot of times you're doing stuff mm-hmm. and you're like, I have to go do this volunteer thing. I have to go help at the church. I'm just going to take my kids with mm-hmm. me. And we can experience that together. Yeah, I think that's one of the best things. And that's one of the best memories I have of growing up is my dad was a small town pastor. And so my parents, all they ever did was serve other people. In fact, my dad just had surgery Monday in at the hospital in my parents' area that they and I and I hadn't been to that hospital in 30 years. And I thought, you know what my memories of this hospital are? Every single Sunday afternoon and a lot of nights, my brother and I would sit in that waiting room while my parents visited people in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And we like that is one of my best. I was like, oh, this hospital is so much nicer than I remember. But I remember sitting in this waiting room and, and and we would also almost every Saturday night, our family would go to the nursing home and my dad would talk, you know, visit the people in the nursing home and my brother and I would visit. And that's they never like gave us these speeches of we need to serve others. They just did it and they took mm-hmm. us with them. And so that gave me and I think my brother a heart for serving others because we just, that's what they modeled for us. And so I love doing that with my kids. I love when, you know, church has something that you can serve with, or I've taken my kids. One of their very favorite things that we've ever done is make cookies. There's a fire station in our neighborhood. They Uh love to take cookies to the fire station Mm -hmm. or, you know, they're always begging to do that. Or we've taken them pizza. We've like take the fireman stuff all the time or just different Mm -hmm. little small things that they love to do that. And I think that's a great thing that's not expensive that you can do with your kids. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about when you were talking about having friends over, Mm -hmm. I'm big into that too, because I I love to get to know my kids' friends. I want them to same thing. I want them to feel, and and sometimes like, sometimes it can be kind of, you know, my husband's always like, another (laughs) house full of kids are so loud. And and I'm like, listen, if, if their friends come here, then they're with us, you know, then we see them. Otherwise, as soon as they get older, they're going to be gone all the time. And we're never going to see them unless we make this... And my, like, our house is probably one of the smaller houses of all, mm-hmm. like, Harper's friends. And I always think, I don't know if y'all are going to want to come here because they live in these really amazing houses. They love coming to our house and mm-hmm. they play on our trampoline. I mean, like, they don't care. They don't, no, you know, I always don't. say, like, well, they might not, they might they rather the sleepover be at their house because it's huge and they have a down. Nope. They want to come to our house. And yeah. I'm like, okay. I mean, it will mm-hmm. always be, mm-hmm. if you want to have a slumber party, you can always have one at our house. And mm-hmm. even though it can be an inconvenience and it can be like, oh my gosh, our house mm-hmm. is so loud and we have all these kids and, and one they more eat so much food yes. yes and they always want some but I buy their favorite snacks and I mm-hmm. yeah I love and I love getting to know their 
their friends yeah. because I think that, you know, it's, I just love knowing their friends. And, yeah. so, and those are memories. Now yes. those you are building the memories yeah. that you'll never regret. Uh, and that again is relationship, mm-hmm. you know, that's relationship and relationship over anything else. And, and Kelly, that's exactly the mindset I had no matter what. And yes, to be very honest, it was inconvenient mm-hmm. many, many, many mm-hmm. times. It was very inconvenient and the messes and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And yet relationship was more important than mm-hmm. anything because yeah. that was the end goal, too. I want to know who they're hanging with. Mm-hmm. Proverbs makes it very clear. We're very much like who we hang oh, with. Right. Yes. So choose wisely. Yes. Yeah. Choose choose wisely. And so I, I wanted to know intimately mm-hmm. who my kids were hanging with. And and I wanted them here. But I didn't want to say overtly, I want them here. I want to know who they I didn't want right. to overtly mm-hmm. say that. I just wanted to open up our yes. home. And create a yeah. welcoming environment. Yes. yes. A safe place. Yes. Yeah. Have favorite snacks. Right. And I think uh, it was you or I've also heard someone else tell me this, that, you know, they would stay up when their kids were teenagers late at night yeah. and make cookies or quesadillas or whatever, because that's when the kids would talk, talk. to you. Yes. And they will tell you things. And so I think, oh, that's, I want that. You right. know, I want them to yeah. feel like they can share with me. And so I know what's happening. And that's yeah. when Chad um, talked was at midnight me mm-hmm. making cookies. Right. Crazy. I don't know what it is about teenagers, but they cannot either. talk about anything serious while the sun is shining. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. But I love like, you know, so it's 10 o'clock at night and you go in the kitchen and start making quesadillas. The teenagers are going to show up and they're going to start talking. And that's something that doesn't cost a lot of money, doesn't mm-hmm. take a lot of, you don't have to plan that, mm-hmm. you know, it's just this spontaneous in the moment like who cares if it's past bedtime? Let's yeah. hey, let's make cookies. Yeah. Let's make quesadillas and have a great conversation because at the end of the day, those conversations, those moments, those are more important than well bedtime or yeah. you know it's a school night or mm-hmm. sometimes we have to kind of let those things go a little mm-hmm. bit to have those moments where we can really connect with our kids and yeah. they feel safe. Yeah, even if you have little kids and it's bedtime and you go, Hey, let's get in the car in our pajamas and go get ice cream. You know, like that's huge to kids. Just little, it can be so, you know, like you don't have to go to bed till 10 o'clock. We're going to go in the dark and they think, Oh my gosh, my parents are so cool. And it's something. So sometimes it's just saying yes. Instead of, I feel like I say no all day long. Mm. Sometimes when I can say yes to just something really small, like during COVID, we put a tent in our living room Mm -hmm. and it stayed up. Now it drove me nuts, but we let that tent be up for like a week. So I thought, well, who's coming to our house? no one and the kids hung out in the tent and watched tv for a week and they thought it was they still talk about it you know yeah and carrie i'm gonna circle back to Mm -hmm. moms and guilt yeah i think moms we all need to do this but moms of younger children especially or any mom needs to ask themselves for their own family what does it look like for me to love my child mm. because it's different for you right? as it is for me because yes. mine are older and adults young, but it, it looks different for each one of my yeah. sons because Chad, it's going to look different than it does for Jay, mm-hmm. for you, for all of yours. Right. And for Kelly, for your three, mm-hmm. it's going to look different. And for the listeners, it's going to look different. What does it look like for me to love? And then stay in your lane, mm. if, if I could say that yeah. well, and and not look at anybody else. Mm-hmm. But what does it look like to love? Because you may be, if you're working full time, you're right. It doesn't matter. 
Okay. Do the very best you can at work. And when you come home, you're still loving your, Mm -hmm. and and my goodness, you're loving your children by providing for them working. Mm -hmm. And then when you come home, you're loving on them. What did that look like for you? It looked like a pizza party when you came home. And did they love it? Yes, Absolutely. they love yes. it. And yeah. there's zero guilt in that. Right. And they said, thank you, Mom. Uh-huh. And it was a great big love fest. Yeah. You know? And so what does it look like for you to love your, your because the world will put guilt on you. Mm-hmm. And it's a world's view yeah. of what it looks like to be a great mom. And I love that Kelly said about her mom. It was so true. But people that don't work full time can still ignore their children. Yeah. You know, and, and it's so true. Not that we're saying that your mom. No, not no. That we're, saying that. we're not saying that. We're not saying 70s. that. But it was a great, it was a great example. Yeah. In the seventies over soap operas and stuff like yeah. that. And then go out and play. I mean, we but all I think that. it's also a great reminder of, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I same Kelly go out and play until it's dark. Yes, but that didn't mean that I did. I thought my mom didn't care about exactly. me. It was just a different time. That's exactly. how they rate. They didn't. They didn't have Instagram to make them feel like they had to, you know, yes. make every moment yeah. a, a, a picture worthy moment. Exactly. You know? So if I am like, I need an hour where I'm not entertaining the kids that I'm not a terrible mom in that moment. My kids are going to be okay. Yes, And it forces them to become creative, Creative. independent. You know, I think they need to, you know, during COVID when we were home, I think for, you know, when we were home for months, I thought this is going to be awful. And that was probably the happiest my kids have ever been because Mm -hmm. I think they loved being together all the time and it forced them to be really creative because we couldn't go anywhere and there was nothing to do. And they just, they like, I would get so amazed at the things they would come up with to entertain themselves with, which I think if you leave them alone to know, it may, it forces them to become creative. And I think that's good for kids to learn to play on their Mm -hmm. own and Mm -hmm. not to be in If they're entertained all the time, they become adults who have to be entertained all the time. Mm -hmm. And that's not the greatest. It's not healthy. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is great. I've loved this conversation. Um, every week we try to end each episode with a tangible takeaway, something mm-hmm. that you can implement right now. And I think this week's is pretty obvious of mm-hmm. making memories with our kids doesn't require a lot of planning. It doesn't require mm-hmm. a lot of effort. It doesn't require a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So what is something that you can do today? Maybe it's pajamas in the car, getting an ice cream after bedtime go to the Creek, take the kids on a bike ride, put the sprinkler in the backyard, watch a movie with the kids. So make chocolate chip cookies, make chocolate (laughs) chip cookies. So our tangible takeaway is making memories. Doesn't have to be hard or expensive. Mm -hmm. It's the little things that our kids remember the most. Mm -hmm. So maybe a little less pressure for all of us. Yes. And say, and ask God, how do I love my child? Right. Mm -hmm. And it's different for For each of us. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. It's okay. I love it. Well, Kelly, thank you. Yes. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being creative in the way that you make memories with your kids and letting us learn from the things that you've learned as a mom. Yes. Thanks for coming. Kelly. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network.